Hi, this is Paint with Girls Gone Right, and I have a very exciting episode for you guys today. We are going to talk about one of the most searched things on Google, on YouTube, and that is how do you find your purpose? And I actually heard this in church last week that saying, talking about how searched this is and how many people are searching for their purpose, which thinking about that was just mind blowing. And I had an idea. I want to help you guys find your purpose. I feel like I found mine, but it was no easy journey. And there was a lot of trials and tribulations that came before Girls Gone Right. So I'm going to give you five steps that are going to help you find your purpose. I want to do something a little different. If you watch this video and you feel like you are trying to find your purpose, but you need help, I am gifting one of you guys a one-on-one -on -one Zoom call with me. And I don't know how beneficial it is, but I love to have conversations with people about this. It's something that just brings me joy. And I like to think that I'm very good at helping people find their purpose. So I'm gifting one of my subscribers or someone in the comments section, a one-on-one -on -one Zoom call with me where I'm going to discuss with you everything that we're gonna go over today. And I'm going to help you dive even deeper into finding your purpose. So I'm really, really excited about that. I can't wait to meet one of you guys that are listening. Also, this is not sponsored by Alani. I am just on an Alani kick. If you guys follow me on Instagram, my personal account, I'm always posting about these things and I don't care how bad they are for you because there are ingredients that I just cannot pronounce. And as like a holistic health coach, I know that this is a no-no. So we're gonna do a little taste test. Look at that bad boy. <laughs> I feel like I'm actually a little shaky because I almost finished this and I'm feeling the energy, but anyways, it's fine. Freaking delicious. Way better than like an energy or monster drink. I feel like it has a lot less caffeine than that. I don't know. It does have like 200 milligrams, whatever. I feel freaking great. I stopped drinking coffee for this. So I don't want to hear it in the comment section, but back to purpose. Anyways, getting sidetracked over here. A little bit about me. I used to be, well, I guess I still am. I am a holistic health coach. I got certified. I used to do it a lot more, but I used to have clients and my niche was more so health and fitness. And the thing is, I was so passionate about health and fitness. I was very passionate about having clients and working in that industry, but it wasn't my purpose. I, I feel like I never had enough open doors in that industry. I didn't have enough opportunity. I was working really freaking hard, but it just constantly felt like I was pushing a ball uphill. No matter how hard I worked, no matter what I was doing, it didn't feel right. This feels more than right. Everything feels perfect. Not in the sense that everything is perfect because this is chaos. <laughs> There's chaos that goes on behind the scenes. There's a lot of work that goes into it and not everything's easy, but it feels perfect and it feels worth it. And it feels like I'm in the right place. And when I was doing something else, it felt really hard. So you, there's a difference between having passion for something. You can be passionate about something and it not be your gift. Unfortunately, we all sometimes gravitate towards something and maybe that's not our actual gift. I feel like I am living my gift. So we're going to talk about the difference between passion and purpose and what your gift is and how to better draw the roadmap and how to live in your purpose. So like I said, you need a pen and a paper, get that out. 
we're going to go over the steps to helping you find your purpose. So this is going to be the most exciting part. I'm hoping that you guys can get something to take away from this. And you know what? Maybe just an even deeper dive into who you are and you might learn a little bit, a little something about yourself. So step number one, write down five things that bring you joy preferably that are free. So if you need to pause the video, feel free so you have time to think about this so you can do it right. Don't feel rushed. I'm gonna keep moving on. Step number two is how can you share your gift with the world? So those five gifts that you wrote down, write five ways that you can share that with the world. So an example is if you love writing, maybe you could write a book. Or if you love cooking, maybe you could write a cookbook or you could teach people how to cook and share that because what is a gift if you can't share it with anybody, I think that's the best part of being gifted is how can you bring this to the world? How can you share this with community? How can you pour love into this? Because when you have a gift and you keep it to yourself, no one gets to experience it. You don't inspire anyone. The best part is getting to inspire other people. Okay, step number three is how can you share that gift right now? In this moment, what is something that you can do that is going to allow you to act on this gift that you have? So if it's writing a book, maybe you could start with the outline or maybe you can take a class on how to write a book. Or if you love cooking, that is one of your things that you like to do. Maybe you could invite your friends over right now, get out your phone, send your friends a text, invite them over this week for dinner and cook your favorite meal with them. Okay, step number four is how can you sharpen that gift? And I think this is really, really important. This is one of the most important steps because the day that you stop learning is the day that you stop growing. No matter how much of an expert you feel or if you feel like you've mastered that skill already and there's nothing else to learn, there's always something else to learn. There's always gonna be somebody to learn from. There's always going to be a next step. And even if you are an expert in your field, even experts learn something new every single day. You have to train your brain and you have to challenge yourself. You will never become better or become the best if you stop challenging yourself. So this is so, so important. And there are so many ways that you can do this. It obviously depends on your gift, but you know we've been talking about the writing and cooking. So if you love writing, challenge yourself, take a class, take a college course on how to write better or, you know, take an English class or join a book club or a literature club. Find a way that you can delve into your passion even more. Or if you love cooking, take a cooking class. Learn more about cooking. Find a way where you can dive into that just a little deeper. But this is seriously one of the most important steps because I think no matter what profession you are, you should always be a student. And I think even teaching allows you to still become a student of a sort because it reminds you how to do those skills again and again and again and explain it in different ways. So I think even teaching is a way to learn. Step number five is optional. It's not a must. You don't have to do this step, but this step is for you if you want to turn your passion, your gift into something way more. If you want to turn your gift into a career or a business and you want to just take this on, then this step is for you. Figure out how you can take that gift and turn it into a business. Because I think the best business owners are the ones that are so, so fiery and passionate about what they do. When you really, really love something and you start a business out of it, that business, I just feel like flourishes because there are so many opportunities for you. You find 
a new perspective, a new way to look at something and you're never going to give up. You have so much motivation because you love what you do. So no matter what your gift is, if you become an expert, I feel like there is a space for you to take this on full time because people love to learn from experts. If you've ever heard of Masterclass, it is literally just a library of people that are experts in their field showing you how to do what they do. That is a huge success and it just goes to show that people actually love to listen to experts. TED Talk, for example. I love listening to TED Talks even if I have no idea about the subject because I feel like I'm learning something. There's so many ways to have educational content out there. So this step is not just about making money but in addition to that, it's about helping you find purpose where you can do it every single day that you get to wake up and fulfill your gift and you get to serve instead of going to a nine to five because Sometimes being an entrepreneur is not for everybody, but if you have the desire and the drive to do it, you most definitely can. So that's what this step is about, is are you willing to make the sacrifice? There are so many ways that you have to sacrifice to do this, but are you willing to make the sacrifice to turn this into something bigger than yourself, to start a business, to get out of your comfort zone. So I'm going to give you my five things that I find joy in. So number one is I love people. I love talking to people. I love meeting new friends and I love being social. I just love getting in conversations with people and understanding them better. Number two, I love storytelling and conversation. That is such a given, but I, I love talking, guys, if you didn't know. I love sharing hope, and I feel like a lot of that comes from my faith. I love talking about my faith. I love talking about other people's faith, what led them here, what led them to finding God, what was their moment, um, and just finding the silver lining. I love seeing the good in everybody. That kind of just ties into the sharing hope piece, but I really do. I meet people, and I always see the good in everybody. And I talked about this before where I feel like it is Sometimes my downfall is that I find the good in everybody and sometimes they're not good. Sometimes they don't deserve it or I need to be a little bit better with judging character. But I do love to see the good in everybody. I can meet someone and I can see their gifts. I can see their talents. I can see where they thrive. I see their good heart. I see good intentions. Uh, number four is helping people. I love the joy of just being able to do what I can to make someone happy and see someone smile. So I was a health coach, a holistic health coach, and I love just listening to people and hearing their situations and their problems and helping them figure out a solution. I'm very solution oriented. I love finding solutions, which this sounds like a job interview or something, but I actually do. I love finding solutions, which is why I love hearing people's stories and you know, whatever they're dealing with in life at the moment, because I like to give them peace and I like to give them a solution that will give them peace. And number five, I love creating. I've always been creating something, whether that be writing or doing photography or video or graphic design. And I even started a jewelry business when I was 10. So we're going to get into that. I'm going to tell you about how I found my purpose and it was a long road because we all know that I was a liberal. It was not easy getting to where I am today. There was trials. There was tribulations. This was a long time coming of finding my purpose and feeling like what I'm doing is where I'm supposed to be. And I truly feel like where I am now, it's it's crazy. And I don't know. And I've 
I know I've tried to describe this feeling before, but it just feels so right. No matter how hard it is or when things break out into chaos or there is a struggle or something that I have to overcome, it's always so worth it and it's always a lesson learned. So aside from being a liberal, back in the day, back in like 2009, I can't, I think I was like probably 10 years old. I started a jewelry business, Fine Designs. It was legit. I even had investors. My dad was my investor. My dad and my, and my mom invested in my very, very small new business. I needed supply. So that's where the investment came from. I was very, very serious about this. We actually, I remember my dad and my mom would take me to this place called the Bead Addict. Uh, the Bead Attic, and this was someplace in Ohio, you know, near my hometown. I grew up in Michigan, Ohio area. And it was some little old lady that had a garage that she renovated into a store. And she just had thousands and thousands of glass beads that were beautiful. And they were all different. So we would go there, and that is where I would get my supplies from. And we would stock up, and I would figure out what kind of what things I'm coming out with. And Every piece of jewelry came in a plastic bag and it had a little paper tag that I made that said Fine Designs 09. It was very legit and consistent. Branding was very important for me. Even at a young age, it's crazy to think that I actually went as far as I had business cards that said Fine Designs 09 on them. And I literally had tags on all the jewelry in little tiny bags. Like branding was, as we know guys, branding is a huge deal. So that was something that I just had on lockdown in 2009 when I was 10 years old. And it was quite the business. It was a lot for a 10 year old. I would make this jewelry and this was not just easy jewelry. This was a lot of work. It's like I had a metal wire, like it was not cheap jewelry either. It was not just like the thing that you just put over your wrist. Like it had clasps. I think that's how you say it. I guess in high school, I started taking photography classes. That was my new interest, ditch, ditch the jewelry and decided I was gonna go into photography, took classes, learned a little bit about Photoshop, did art shows, and I really loved photography. I loved art and that was, I'm not an artiste. I cannot draw, I don't have talents like that, but I can take a pretty good picture. So I did that and I graduated high school, still really had this passion taking pictures. I really wanted to learn more about it. And I almost went to, I now I don't know the name of the school. It was like, oh, the Institute of Art. And this was in Charlotte, North Carolina. I really wanted to go there, toured it, was going to apply. My dad is like, no, you do not want to go to art school. I need you to get a real degree at a real college. Not to say that that's not a real degree because the price says otherwise. That was an expensive school. So my dad wanted me to just go get a degree in something else in case I did not truly love this. He's like, you can go to school for business and you can still pursue photography, which is what I ended up doing. Great advice. And actually our neighbors were, they, they had a photography business. They did wedding photography. So they took me on and I had the amazing opportunity of learning under them everything about shooting. I was a second shooter for them at weddings. And then I eventually started my own photography business, did weddings for a little bit in college. And honestly, it was great because weddings, you make a lot of money. It was a lot of work. It was like an eight hour day, but you make a lot of money from it. So it helped pay for my college, which my parents did not pay for my college. I paid for it on my own. And I'm very grateful that they 
instilled that in me. They just didn't give it to me that I worked hard for it because I found a way to work full time in college. I worked at an animal hospital and also was doing photography on the side all through college and it helped pay for school. And the photography, that was a lot, especially weddings. I would go shoot basically all day on a Saturday and the editing process was so long because when I had my own business, my own photography business, Monet Photography, I would have to edit it all myself and it was a lot, but you know what? You gotta do what you gotta do. It helped get me through college. I had business experience, client experience, and then we got into health and fitness. So I was a health coach for a few years, had clients, did workout videos and things like that. I was really into health and fitness and I loved it. I loved working out. I work out every single day. I was really passionate about it. And then I went to get my holistic uh, holistic health coach license, I guess, holistic health coach certificate through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. So I did that about two years ago. And so now I can like take on clients and things like that. But I also just wanted to expand my knowledge and become an expert, which is something that we talked about. It's really, really important. So I did that. And let's see, was also, I was working in insurance after college. So graduated college, got a job in insurance, did not like that job in insurance, but a job was a job and it was a really good job. So did that for a few years while, and then eventually I started podcasting and I loved podcasting. It was started it from ground zero guys. Like I knew nothing about podcasting. I didn't know. I mean, I had the experience of working in a little bit of video, working with cameras, editing a little bit, but I never, I didn't know how to do audio. I was not a very good video editor. I didn't, I was very new and very amateur, but I really wanted to learn it. So that was a whole, a whole learning process. So I was in insurance doing that full time. And then eventually when I started this podcast, I stopped doing photography because I just knew I couldn't do it all. I had to give something up. So I stopped doing photography so I could do this. However, I feel like I get to use a lot of those skills doing this. And eventually I just, I I really wanted to get into politics and political media and no one would give me a job. I applied so many, it's so many places and I saw so many job openings and I would send in my resume and they just said that I would have, I had no experience and they weren't going to hire me. So I was like, I'm going to make my own experience. I'm going to start my podcast and I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them what a hard worker I am, what a fast learner I am. And everyone will see every job that I applied for. And just because also I'm very passionate about this space as well. So I just decided to open my own doors and then applied for my dream job, moved to Nashville. I mean, my dream job was working in political media. I got that job because of this podcast, because I decided to open my own door and do my own thing. If no one's going to hire you, yeah, that does suck. It's really hard to get a head start or it's hard to get experience and learn things in the industry if no one wants to hire you. But sometimes you have to make your own experience. And sometimes you have to do things for yourself, which is you know, so you have to be a, uh, an entrepreneur in some things to just get your foot in the door, create your own opportunities. I'm a big believer in that. So all of this to say, I'm not just telling you my whole resume for fun. It's because there were so many passions that I had. I started a jewelry business. I was a photographer. I was a secondhand shooter. I worked in an animal hospital. I worked in insurance and what else in health and fitness, all of those things I was passionate about. There was some, there was some passion there, 
but it wasn't my gift. So there is a difference between having passion and having passion and it's your gift. You know it's your gift because it feels like God places his hand on you and He it feels like a divine appointment, like you are in the right place at the right time. God is helping you meet people to network, to open doors for you. And success is a little easier. And I'm not saying success is easy because it's not. Success is very hard, but I'm saying it feels a little easier and a little more worth it because when something is not for you, it's going to be very freaking hard. Not to say, like, I mean, I struggle today. There are some things where it does feel difficult, but I would never give it up. So that's the difference. Like I could, I gave up health coaching. I gave up photography and it didn't feel like a piece of me was missing. And I think that's how you know if it's your gift or not, because I could never quit this podcast. As I have told you all before, there were many times where I wanted to just give up, but then I thought about what my life would look like without Girls Gone Right. And that was not something that I could live with. That was not something that I could easily give up or ever. I just felt like I would be so lost without this. I felt like I would be lost walking without purpose. Photography, I have never looked back. I've never looked back and been like, man, do I want to do that again? No, I don't think I will ever do that again because I know I found my purpose. I know what it feels like to be walking and serving and doing what I'm supposed to do. And health and fitness, as much as I love it, I work out every single day. I love cooking. I love sharing health facts and helping people. But when I gave it up, it didn't feel like I was missing something. It didn't feel like half of my heart was gone. And I feel that giving up Girls Gone Right and the thought of it feels like my heart would absolutely shatter. And that is how you know it is your gift. So if you guys have a lot of passions, Go through them and figure out which of those passions are you actually gifted in. Just because you love something doesn't mean it loves you back. And that is true for so many things. So I hope this was helpful for you guys to help you better determine what your gifts are, what your purpose is. And I'm really excited to be able to sit down with one of you and navigate this a little better and hopefully provide you guys some insight. If you're not subscribed already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get notified when there is a new video. And if you want to support the channel, we do have a Patreon that is linked below. Thank you guys for watching. Girls Gone Right.